Welcome to the Abundant Woman Collective podcast, and we are doing a special series just for Advent, where every day for a few minutes, we will come into your earbuds and share with you biblical truth, bringing hope, and pointing you to Jesus during this Christmas season. It is going to be so good. Let's dig in. Happy Sunday, friends. Y'all, we are here. It is the week of. We have made it. I cannot tell you how I am excited I am for this week. Even though, like, <laughs> we don't really have anything planned, but just we've been expecting, right? We're preparing our hearts and been so expectant that it's almost here. And I swear to you, I'm like a kid on Christmas. Like, I'm not getting presents <laughs> or anything like that, but I'm just so excited. Christmas break is here. Our family is here. Like, it's friends. It's good. Uh, this is the week, literally, we've all been preparing for. Whether you've been listening to this podcast every day or preparing him by doing the things and getting ready, right, for this Christmas. And so we've been waiting and we've been talking all month long about different aspects of Christmas, different traits of Jesus, different stories from the Christmas story. Um, and it has been so good. So thank you for tuning in to one of the episodes, all of the episodes, some, anything, whatever you've done. I a thousand percent appreciate you because it has been a blast doing it. And so we're going to jump in in just a second and dig straight into the, the verse from Luke, but these next week, because I also understand that this week is crazy <laughs> and busy. And though we're going to talk about that today that there might not be 30 minutes, which I don't think any of these episodes have really been 30 minutes, but 15 minutes, 12 minutes to listen to an episode. So this week they are going to be short and sweet, very short, very sweet. But I want to at least get the word in your earbuds every single day this week, right? And get ready for Sunday, right? And so listen, make sure you tune in, make sure you subscribe, do all the things, but make sure you tune in every day this week because we're going to do short, sweet, and it's going to make an impact in your life. Promise. Okay. Okay. So this Christmas, Christmas, not this Christmas, every Christmas isn't just about, we've talked about this several times, the presents, the activities, the hustle and bustle, the traffic, <laughs> all the people doing all the things. It's not about the fancy parties and it's not about the fancy dinners. If you haven't listened to the episode where we talked about Mary and Martha, I think three episodes ago, listen to that because we talk more about it's all good. That stuff is all, maybe not the traffic, but all good, but Jesus wants her best, right? So listen to Mary and Martha, but the world, even our Christian world sometimes, but the world is telling us to do more, buy more, hustle more, be more, right? But the gospel is completely counterculture than that. It's completely opposite of that. And the birth story of Jesus is the exact opposite of that. Jesus humbling himself, coming to earth as a baby, and even dying on the cross for us as an innocent man, he wants the opposite for us. He's not saying, Sam, you need to be more. Sam, you need to do more. You need to hustle more. I want you to do more religious things. I want you to do more activities and more Christmas things that look like me. No, he's saying, Sam, I just want you to be. So fill in your name. I just want you to be. Friend, I want you to know, without a doubt, 
that you are loved. You are already loved. He is the definition of love. You cannot do more things to get loved more by him. You cannot do less things or bad things to get less love from him. He is literally the definition of love. And my favorite part about this sort of month that we've been preparing all month long, I almost said week long, (laughs) has been we've been preparing him room. We've been looking for the miraculous. We've been expecting We've been hopefully changing our postures to focus less on the things and more on his presence, right? So today we are going to bring that home, baby. Today we're talking about preparing him room, removing the clutter and the things in our life to slow down and prepare him room. We're headed to chapter to Luke chapter two, verses six and seven today. While she was there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. There was no room in the city. And we'll dig deeper into the scripture. You'll hear this twice this week because it's, you know, the scripture. But <laughs> there was no room in the city. Um, and that was because of the census, right? We'll talk more about that and dig deeper. But how many indoors... How many hotel doors, if you will, do you think Joseph had to knock on and get rejected from to end up in a stable? And I know like the VeggieTales version and the Fisher Price version has like this beautiful stable with like clean hay and beautiful manger and just clean animals. But friends, that is not actual reality. (laughs) That is the Hollywood version of this story, right? I... I can't imagine how it smelt, how wet it was, how dirty it was for Mary to do. Okay, we'll talk about that this week. But it just always pops in my head like, girl, I love you. You gave birth in a manger and I gave birth in a hospital or wherever, you know. Anyways, okay, focus, Sam. I'm so excited about this story. So, okay, how many indoors do you think Joseph had to knock on and get rejected from to end up in the stable? I can't help but think something along these lines. How many times has Jesus knocked on our heart and I've been too busy, too distracted, or maybe just didn't even plain hear him, or maybe you have rejected him, right? How many times has Jesus knocked on the doors of our heart? In Matthew 6, 33, it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Seek first the world. Nah, the things surely not. The people even? Nope. His kingdom. This season, this next week, and as we head into the new year even, this can absolutely carry on and it should. I want us to really focus and see what this means. Seek first his kingdom. Do we love Jesus in the even if season? If everything is taken away, everyone is gone, then what do we have left? Him. We still have him. Jesus calls us to have our focus and priorities on him. I really want us to maybe even memorize, honestly, these two scriptures. Again, we're going to dig into this Luke scripture, but it came to mind because I was like, man, Joseph, he was persistent. He had so much love for his wife or in his unborn child that homeboy was knocking on every door until he had a place to stay, right? 
And I love that God already ordained this story and he already knew what it was going to be, right? He wasn't shocked that his son was birthed in a manger. In fact, it was very intentional. And all of these stories collide in this scene and it's all super intentional and miraculous and wondrous and majestic. All the things we've been looking for are breaking down at his birth and they're coming to fruition, which is just so cool. But I'm not a dad, obviously, but I could just visually see <laughs> Joseph knocking on every single door and trying to find a place for his mom. And I mean, his wife, whoa, and Jesus and the franticness, the even probably fear, excitement, wonder, lots more fear like, that were coming to his mind as he's trying to find this space. And then I think, man, our loving father, how many times, honestly, has he knocked on our door? My door. How many times has he knocked on your door? How many times has he been like, Sam, seek me first. Sam, I got this for you, girl. Sam, stop stressing. Stop clenching your fist. Open your hands and surrender. Sam, don't stress about that. Sam, don't worry about what you'll eat. If I take care of the sparrows, I'll take care of you. Sam, <laughs> seek first his kingdom. And so that's it today, friends. That is the list. That is what I want us to focus on. I want us to focus on seeking first his kingdom right now, this Christmas, and then carrying into the new year. Your life, we've talked about a little bit, may not look like a Hallmark movie. It may not look cheery and bright. So maybe you are in that even if season, which means even if XYZ happens, am I still going to trust God? Am I still going to love God? Am I still going to put my faith in God? If everything and everyone's taken away, am I still going to love, trust, follow God? This week, it doesn't have to be that big even if, but it could even be the little things. What does my to-do look like? My to-do list look like this week? What does my calendar look like? It's Sunday, so let's break out the calendar. Let's sketch in on your phone or with a pen and pencil, literal time, actual time, physical time to be in his presence. That that's what seeking first his kingdom means. Seeking first his face by praying, by reading, by worshiping, by repenting, by talking to him. Let's take away the clutter this week and focus on him, which is so hard to do. I'm like, this isn't like some easy, super easy peasy thing to do, especially because so many of these Christmas activities are already in motion. So I'll give you some actual um, tips in just a second, but let's take away the clutter and focus on him. Let's clean our house. Sure. <laughs> but let's clean our hearts and focus on him. What are some ways that we can do that real quick? I have six of them. First thing first, let's repent. Scripture says we have all fallen short of the glory of God. Repent and turn away from that sin. Sin no more, it says, that he throws it as far as the east is from the west. We have some some junk, some clutter in our hearts, maybe in the very back closet on the shelf or in the attic, but we all have some junk that needs to be cleaned out. So part of cleaning house is repenting. Another idea is talk to him, pray to him, give thanksgiving to him, like Spend time in prayer. So legit, get a pen and paper, set your alarm, wake up 10 minutes early, do it when the kid's napping, do it between study sessions, whatever that looks like for you, schedule in prayer time this week. Number three, we just talked about a little bit, but seek his face. What does that mean? It means 
reading your Bible, spending time in the Word, reading parts of the Christmas story every single day. There's so much like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Read New Testament. Just get His Word into you. Do it with your kids. Do it with your spouse. Do it with your roommates. Do it with your college dorm person, right? Number four, this we can literally do anywhere. Worship Him daily. So if you're going for that walk, if you're riding in the car, if you're sitting in your prayer closet, if you're in front of the living room, in front of the Christmas tree, like whatever it looks like, worship him daily. Turn on a song and just give it to God. Tell God how good he is. Tell God what he's done for your life. Tell God his promises for your life, right? Worship him daily or just sing a dance or sit there, whatever that looks like. Worship him daily. Number five is we have to actually create space for him. If we don't create space with intentionality, the week will be gone. Christmas will be over and we'll be exhausted. And then we'll be like, darn it, I didn't do any of the things. Not that you need to do the things. These are just things to encourage you to spend time in his presence. I care less about what it looks like, honestly, and more about actually doing it, like actually sitting with Jesus. So make space for him, create space for him. Last one, share the joy of Christmas with others. Christmas is the perfect time to invite friends to church. Christmas Eve service, Christmas service is a perfect time to share the joy and love. That is Jesus. That Jesus, like, is described in the Luke scripture that is born in a manger to a virgin, Mary. Share that this season. All right, friends, I love you. I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. We're just going to dig into little bit, little bits of scripture Um, like I said, short and sweet, but so, so good. That will really fill your heart.